Welcome back to another episode of Dear Single Mama. I am your host and founder, Clarion Brown, and I'm always, as always, super excited to be back with you for another episode. Listen, this year is going to be full of surprises. This year, we're going to have some fun. And hey, after all this COVID mess, maybe even an in-person event. Listen, y'all, like I'm so excited about what God is doing and I'm even more excited for what he's doing with my podcast. And so today I have a special guest with me. Listen, you guys, and she's going to dive right on into it because we all have been wondering this question, especially as single mothers um, during this pandemic and wearing a mask. She's going to talk to us about some dating. Like, who doesn't want to hear about dating, right? So today I have Dr. Cassandra Henriquez, a.k.a. Coach Cass. She is the founder of the Real Love Network, the author of the bestseller Princess Zara's Birthday Tradition. She teaches professional women who are super busy and driven how to have a happy and a fulfilling love life. She has been featured in Women's Day, Essence, and Fast Company. You can often find her jamming to reggae and soca vibes with her husband, Andy, and her daughter, Ava. Make sure you follow her on social media to get the latest on how to live your best love life. Thank you so much for joining us on today. Thanks for having me, Clarion. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's Let's get it. So... The burning question that I know a lot of probably single mothers have right now. How do you even know or begin to know when we're ready to date? So here's the thing, Mm -hmm. right? Um, For the most part, all of us have been hurt at some point in time in our lives. So I think it's important for us to deal with that hurt, Mm. right? So whether it be um, therapy or uh, that self-work that you need to do to be able to help you get over your ex, whatever happened there, it's so important. Sorry, I have alarms on alarms. No problem. So I I believe that it's so important for you to take the time out to heal. Now, the healing process is one that really never ends because here's the here's the thing I know you're gonna think of your child's father throughout your life, right? It just it just is what it is, right? So when we talk about hey, um, moving on, I think one, yes, we start the healing process, and then two, we make a decision. If we're open to love again, because the thing I don't like is when we just do it by by going with the flow, like, ah, if it comes, it comes. And we just tag on to whatever comes next. I think there needs to be a clear decision that says, you know what? I am ready to open my heart again. Mm. Mm. That's really good. So you have to be willing to be vulnerable and open again. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So, so just can you just tell the people just a little bit about you? I've I've heard your testimony, and I think it's so amazing to me. Do you mind sharing your testimony with the women so that they know, like you know, this lady, she just ain't up here just talking about. It. She's been through some stuff. <laughs> All right. So, 
wearing once upon a time. Hey, y'all, it's all in my business. Here we go. So once upon a time, I was dating a guy that I thought was the one. Y'all ever thought somebody was the one before? Mm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just knew that I knew that he was the one for me. So we we went on trips. We had fun. We talked about a future. Like, I, mm, girl, like this, this was it. This yeah. was the one. And then one Christmas Eve, I got a call from a friend. He said, hey, are you sitting? I'm like, yeah, what's up? What's going on? He said, you know that guy? I'm like, yeah, what about him? He's married. Wow. Girl. <laughs> Girl. Ooh. Oh my gosh. So my my heart shattered in a million pieces. And you know, I, I don't know if you've ever gotten a call where you felt like the bottom fell out, whether it was regarding your faith, your finances, or your future. And for me, I was just like, wow, okay, um, I gotta keep moving. So I kept dating, right? I kept dating, you know, through through my healing. I was still dating. And I was just like, wait a second, like, why do I keep dating the wrong one after the wrong one? After the wrong one, I said, like, okay, something's got to give here. Like, this ain't it. And so my defining moment came when I got maybe my 29th wedding invitation. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> is everybody getting married? It right. didn't matter the age, the stage, the race, the weight, none of it. And so for me, I said, okay, something's got to give here. So that's when I decided that I needed to become a student of love, just like I invested in travel, just like invested in business, just like I invested in what colors look good with my skin tone, I can invest in my love life. So what that looked like for me is I read almost every book I could, right, on relationships, about 100 books on relationships. I went to every marriage conference I could find as a single woman to attend. I interviewed couples who had been married for over 25 years but still liked each other because a part of me felt like, it, it just wasn't real, right? Like all y'all are so grumpy. I don't know if you guys are selling this thing. Is this really what I want? And mm. then I interviewed successful women who were successful in business and in love because a part of me felt like you couldn't do the both of them at the same time. So all of that, plus my own self-work, really helped me to attract my now husband, who is awesome. His name is Andy. He's the master storyteller. And we have a beautiful baby girl named Ava. We call her Ava the Traveler, even though a whole pandemic has messed with that whole brand, but it's all good. Um, (laughs) But really being able to look up now, I see that women often find Two, one of two lanes. They fall into one of two lanes. One, they're so focused on their kids. They're so focused on community. They're so focused on impact and everything else that love comes last. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They're getting older, right? 30, 40, 50. My eldest client is 69. So it's like literally they keep putting love off and hunting. Mm. We got to be able to pay it some attention, right? Yeah. And then on the other side, there's the woman that's praying in her back closet, like, Lord, bring me my Boaz. But they yes. know. They know that they know they will not open the door even for the Uber Eats guy. So where in the world is this boy supposed to come? I'm starting to call it osmosis dating, right? That osmosis dating where he just seeps through the wall, you know, and says, here I am. The Lord sent me. And it's like, you know, you would pick, spray him with mace before you said hallelujah, right? So there's a third lane that I really believe exists. And that's where I come in, right? I support women. I had a business coach ask me one time, what's the best way that you could support 
your crew, you know, the people that are called to you, the women that hear your voice are in alignment with you. I said, it's really being able to be in their back pocket, to be a part of their journey, to create a community, to support them in this thing called love. Because love is not a one-time thing. I'll tell you that one of my clients just got engaged today and I'm so excited yes. for her. You know? And she's decided that she's staying a part of the Real Love Network because at the end of the day, it's not just about catching a man, right? Mm. We, we get so caught up. And let me find a man. Okay, but then what happens after that, boo? What what happens after that? How do we maintain? How do we thrive? Mm. Be happy in a relationship versus just uh, if just existing, which I know the majority of your listeners have probably been there, right? Like mm-hmm. just being with somebody to be with somebody. No more of that, right? I want you to experience experience real love. Mm. Oh, I'm searching for a real love. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's so good. Like, I think, and you know, especially like during this time of like in a pandemic, I really think more women think that they're just going to pop up. Um, I was talking to um a friend of mine. She's probably going to kill me. She listens. I'm not going to mention her name, but she was like, "Girl, how am I supposed to get found?" And we wearing these masks. He can't see me. I can't see him. And I just thought that was so funny. Um, to me, but something that that you really said that especially as single mothers that we we tend to um often of a time to be real we tend to forget about us and so when, what you said was that what are you going to do after you love are you just going to put your all into that or are you just going to continue to thrive and I think that that's so important because and it's a great reminder for me and for us all to just be like you know what this this is not the end you know you're married you you know a successful businesswoman and a wife but you still are successful and you still have your businesses and so I think that that was a really good point and a really good reminder for um, me and for us all so not to just focus so much on love but to still be able to thrive in purpose Mm-hmm. I definitely did do an Instagram reel though on how to still flirt with your mask on. I'm just, I'm just saying, you still you gotta you gotta get the smile. People can still see your smile. You gotta work on your Tyra Banks smize. Oh, it can still happen, boo. It can still happen. Listen, I still got it. I went out the other day. Now I know not everybody can essentially go out, mm-hmm. but went out for the first time in a long time to an outside venue, and I was just dancing around by myself as my husband went to the bathroom. And best believe, I caught somebody's eye trying to check me out. <laughs> I was like, let me hurry up and look at the floor and stop dancing real quick because I'm not inviting you over here. Right. You know, I was just in my own world. So something about the joy within you as you go out, like you will attract Mm. the right person to you. But, you know, where is the joy? We get so hurried. We are in such a rush. We don't take a time to stop and smile and acknowledge those around us. The world is filled with men. Yeah. Right. Filled with men. But somehow we say there are no men. Have you opened your eyeballs? Have you really come to a place where you are joyous in and of yourself? Yes, even if your kid is like gnawing at your leg, because I know mine does. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you still maintain that that joy? That's so important. Mm, that's really really good. You know, um, so like once we go through that, and ladies, I will put her information, her Instagram, all of her social media handles and website in the description for you guys to go and check that out because that's an interesting reel. I can't I'm gonna go check that one out myself. But so 
So one thing I realized is that when you're grown, you understand what feels good. Mm. And uh, being in a land of confusion, mm-hmm. in a land of I don't know, I don't know if that's a good place to be in the beginning of a relationship. I just want you to pay attention to when you meet someone and things just click and you have a good time. It shouldn't be the struggle bus. It shouldn't be like a, well, if I squint my eye two time, I guess I enjoy his company. You know, like, mm-hmm. it should just be something that you're like, wow, this really feels right. I enjoy spending time with this person. That's the first place that I would say that you need to spend time and see where you are. Mm-hmm. So like learning to, um, what's the words? How can I say this? Um, not to push anything, but it's natural. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It'll exactly. come natural. Now I do have something called the love deck where I, I definitely tell everyone to get because it's the 60 questions that you should ask before choosing the one. Sometimes mm. we have two superficial conversations, right? Like, oh, what do you like? I like purple. I like the movies. I like to eat. Oh, I like to eat too. You're like, oh my gosh, it's love. No, baby. Y'all, y'all both have to, you both have to survive. You got to thrive with eating. But, but how do we get to deeper level questions without feeling like you're interrogating someone, you know, and that's mm. where the love is because then it's just fun. It makes it just fun. Yeah. makes it just fun and you know I think often of times I mean just not even just single mothers but women in general we forget that dating is literally like it's a test and you're just having fun but I think especially nowadays we get so caught up in like getting to the serious stuff first so what do you do how much do you make? You know, like it's so serious mm-hmm. that we forget just, you know, again, just not single Mondays, but women in general, we forget how to have fun. So that's a very good um, thing. Make sure you guys definitely check that out. Um, the love deck. Okay. So what are some things or some signs that we can know as far as for ourselves that we're not ready because, you know, you just told us what, how we know when we are ready. But if we're not ready, what are some signs that we can look for within ourselves possibly to be like, nah, sister girl, you need to sit down somewhere. <laughs> Seems like you're ready. Hey, <laughs> girl, are you ready? You cannot be ready to go all the way. So um, here's the thing. Um, I believe in being a part of community, which is why I created mm. the Real Love Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do need the proper environment and support system to help guide you and support you along the way, because I don't know if we're ever really ready. Right. We mm-hmm. kind of hesitate because whether it's a swipe or a meet in person or an introduction or a date, there's still a part of us that feels like I don't know about this because we're scared of rejection. We're scared of judgment. We're scared of not being accepted for who we are. Mm-hmm. So really and truly, I, I'm not sure if we're, we're really ever ready, but we push through it mm-hmm. and we face the fear anyway and come out good on the other side. Mm, that's really good that's really good so how long have you and andy been married your husband she's married (laughs) so andy and i met in 2004 Mm -hmm. uh we at now what is this 2021 so we're about 
however many years that is, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we've been friends, right? In 2011, we re-met at a friend's barbecue, okay? Well, let me let me tell you this. We met at a conference with 15,000 people. Wow. And I, I don't know if that's going to happen anymore, right? But there were 15,000 people at this conference, and there was this glow around me. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and I just, uh, had to touch the hem of my skirt. Now I had no issue with blood, but you know, I still, I, he had to touch the hem of my skirt and um, <laughs> he just, he just wanted to get to know me. Can I talk to you? Girl, hey, hey. Jodeci. I love <laughs> <Jodeci>. <laughs> And um, I, I remember him coming to visit me one day. It turns out we were both in Anaheim, California, but we were both living in Florida, an hour away from each other. And if you know anything about people in Florida, if you drive over 15 minutes, you're too far. So one of the first things he said <laughs> when he got to my door is like, man, you sure do live far. So we decided <laughs> that we'd just be, you know, friends. So I'd see him off and on because we were both in a network marketing company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'd see at different meetings and things. And we re-met in 2011 at a friend's uh, barbecue where we challenged each other on the we to a Michael Jackson song, a dancing song. And I won, no matter what he says, I <laughs> right? So we decided to like keep in touch more often. So we talk every week, you know, hey, how's it going? You know, and it was good conversation. And I remember one day, after he realized that I was single, single, he said, hey, you know, well, maybe we should get together because I had moved by then. Right. He says I became geographically desirable. Just rude. <laughs> just rude. That's about 15, 20 minutes away from his house. So he said, oh, well, maybe we should get together once a month, you know, bounce ideas. Iron sharpens iron. I said, sure. And that's what led to our first date. I was hungry. I said, yo, I'm hungry now. Let's go. It was after church. You know? <laughs> He's like, now? I was like, yeah, no, not now. Like right now I need to, I need to eat. You said, you said let's, go eat. So, let's go eat. So we ended up having like a six, seven, eight hour date on that day. And we shut down the restaurant. And I remember him coming out to my car to walk me to my car. I said, oh man, I need to get some oil in my car. Um, he said, oh, let's go do it now. And girl, acts of service is my love language. So mm-hmm. I was like, yes, oh my yes. gosh, yes, yes, please. And so, um, we then ended up going to Walmart, having a hula hoop competition. He won that one. I give him that. Mm-hmm. And then when we came back, we were hungry again. Um, <laughs> so before we went into, I think we were going to IHOP, right? Before we went into IHOP, he checked on a guy who was in the car looking like he lived in his car. I was like, oh my gosh, and he's a good Samaritan. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so um, and you know, as, as they say, the rest is history. We ended up getting engaged and you guys could, you know, Google this on, on YouTube. I think we have like 12,000 views. Uh, Cass and Andy's surprise flash mob proposal. He proposed to me in New York City um, while he was speaking at a conference of a couple hundred women he proposed to me um, via a flash mob. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the the Black Nativity, um, but Mm -hmm. it was the cast, it was the original choreographer of the Black Nativity that with Angela Bassett's Black Nativity that that led that whole thing. And they did a whole dance. I was like, wow, so amazing. They pulled me up on stage. I said, oh, you're pulling people out on stage. And then I realized I was the only one. Wait a second. You nobody else being pulled on stage. And he goes, you know, I know you thought you were here to support me, but, you know, I'd love for you to spend the rest of your life. You know, that kind of thing. But I was, I was snot nose crying. It was beautiful. And all of that led to a Mexico wedding with 80 of our closest friends and family over four days, which was just like, 
beautiful. That's also on YouTube. And so, yeah, we've now been married a long answer to, I think we've been married for about six years, six going on seven years. Yeah. No, that's so beautiful. And it's so, re- so encouraging. He put some thought into that for real. Like that is so amazing. And um, I love it. Um, and so, you know, I just um, have about one or two more questions I want to ask you and you don't have to go too into detail because I do believe and I know that you probably offer this as a service. Um, and so I'm going to respect and honor that a paid service. Um, but, you know, as as single mothers, we can get into this habit and I'm not calling anybody. out. I'm calling myself out, too, but we can get into this habit of independency and um so to speak this semi-masculine role because we're doing it some mothers are doing it alone with no support um you know some are still doing it with support but still have this masculine um um vibe about them so to speak um I had a friend of mine tell me he was like and I mean it was funny then but it really got me thinking and he was like dang like I wouldn't want to marry you because you're so masculine he was like where's your femininity and I was like excuse me like wait a minute I'm a hot tamati a hot commodity out here I'm a catch don't do that and you know he broke it down to me he was like but you're just so ambitious you're always just this and he didn't say that me being ambitious was a bad thing but he was like where's your femininity like are you going to allow a man to be the man and so like how can we ask and I just told all my business but how can we in so many words I know because I know that you probably offer this as a paid service but how can we get out of that mindset of bringing back that femininity and to be able to allow a man to come in and be a man and we still be the women and feminine. Yeah. So I do have a masterclass on this on my website Mm -hmm. Um, in the store section all around how to dial into your feminine side. So the biggest part is to realize that, you know, we put on, right, single moms, right? So you put on all of these things that you have to do because you're the one doing everything, right? Yeah. So you have to raise the child or the children. You have to get the job done. You have to go to work. You have to do the plan. You have to be the house manager. You have to be all those things because it's just you. So now when a man comes into the picture, where is the room for the man? Mm. Where Mm. does the man get to be a man? Where does a man get to feel like he's needed, like he's wanted, Mm. he's respected, right? And if you're of the belief of, I got this, right? Mm -hmm. I don't need you, right? So so you have to check yourself to say, okay, if I say I'd like a relationship and to have someone here, it is also the trust that comes with it and the vulnerability that needs to be practiced in order to let someone in. That would be the, Mm. the the first part that I would definitely say to start with. Yeah. So to be vulnerable, just well, mm-hmm. to be open. But you said that in the beginning, to be open yeah. and vulnerable again. But with that begins with healing in order yeah. to become vulnerable. Wow, man, mm-hmm. this was so needful, um, Coach Cass. Um, we really, really appreciate you for coming on and sharing your knowledge. Did you have any few last words, last thoughts 
Um, just, just for all the single moms out there, no matter if you have one child, if you have six kids, like there is still love for you. Mm. I specifically can think of people I know specifically that had one child, two kids, six kids that still found love, right? A man that loves them for who they are, for who she is, for what she represents, for every single child, for every single hair on their head. So I don't want you to think of yourself as anything but a queen, as a gem, as a wanted woman. And I have a whole t-shirt line and bracelets and all that stuff to remind you that you are wanted. You are a wanted woman, a woman that achieves new triumphs every day, you know, and it's so important for us to remind ourselves of these things because sometimes we forget, right? You get caught up in all yeah. the things you're like, man, I don't know if anybody gonna want all this drama. Listen, somebody out there wants you just the way you are. You are wanted. You are worthy of love. You are love. Yeah. Wow. That was amazing and so encouraging um, for me. And I know it will be encouraging for the listeners who are going to listen to this episode. So Coach Cass, how can the people get in contact with you? And again, if you all miss it, I will put it all in the description for you guys to be able to reach out to her and to seek her for whatever you may need. Awesome. So um, essentially, I'm on Instagram (laughs) at inspire many at inspire many i-n-s-p-i-r-e-m-a-n-y i'm inspire many on everything so the website where you could get the bracelets the t-shirts the love deck the master classes all that good stuff is inspiremany.com and if you're seriously interested in saying you know what i'd like support in my love journey just feel free to send me a dm and let me know that you heard me here on the podcast and i'd love to connect to support you Yes. Awesome. Amazing. And I am your host and founder, Clarion Brown. You can reach me at Dear Single Mama Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And my website is www.clarionnisha.com as well. If you have any topic suggestions, um, if you want to um, potentially be a guest on the show, you can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and make sure you you guys follow Coach Cass. I first heard her speak on Clubhouse. She's also on Clubhouse. And her and her husband, they were amazing. I just love their their um, energy. You know, I'm a Christian, but, you know, you can feel people's spirits. Um, and it was just so much joy inside the room. I love their energy, their um, um, how they interacted with each other. I just absolutely loved it. And so, you guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dear Single Mom. Until next time, I am your host. Thank you so so much coach coach Cass again for joining us we truly appreciate it and thank you so much for your wisdom thank you bye bye